welcome to Gin and Juice Boxes. This is a podcast where I offer bite-sized learnings and advice for fellow busy working mamas. I'm a business-owning brand strategist and copywriter who also happens to be mum to twin toddler tornadoes. That's enough about me. Let's make like D-O-double-G and get into this shizzle. Hey team, back again. Alrighty, so today I am going to quickly touch on something I've been thinking about for a while. Um, I wasn't sure actually whether to even talk about it, but the fact that it kept coming into my mind thinks, makes me think that, yeah, just talk about it. Because other people were probably thinking or feeling similar ways too. And hey, if you take anything from this episode, that is always an awesome thing and the goal. But before we get into that... I am going to begin by quickly telling you that, yay, the doors for Brand Strategy 101, my brand strategy course, six weeks long, is now open. So doors are open until the 9th of February, and then the course starts on the 15th of February. By the end of the course, you'll have your own brand strategy ready to rock and roll and make this year a heck low better than the last. Okay, that's that quick plug. So this episode... I want to talk about overwhelm and the reason why I want to talk about overwhelm is because it's something I have had to do a lot of thinking on and I guess test on myself lately. You know I have twin boys, they are 18 months now, actually nearly 19 which is when I'm probably going to stop counting months because you know let's just say they're nearly two. So (laughs) since they were about one, I would say, is when my postnatal anxiety really hit me. It really ramped up. Now, I probably am someone who was quite like likely to get postnatal anxiety because, I mean, <laughs> I had a very stressful birth with them, still recovering from that trauma. I have a history of some mental health things and... I am always putting myself in very overwhelming, high-pressure, I guess, situations in my day-to-day life. I constantly have a giant to-do list. I am always go, go, go. I like ticking things off and feeling like I've achieved shit, you know? Um, And of course, I work for myself, so there is no stopping. So I guess when you think about it like that, I was always going to be a cesspit for this kind of postnatal anxiety. But the only reason I'm really bringing that up is because going through that, it forced me to actually look at my overwhelm. So what I mean is, for me, with the postnatal anxiety, it was a time, well I guess I'm still dealing with it a bit to be honest, Um, but talking about it with my psychologist and my partner it made me realize I had to had to look at what was causing all of these feelings to bubble up. So for me, it comes out as like a rage. Like it comes out of nowhere, like I'm a volcano and suddenly I'm like overwhelmed with this awful feeling and I don't like it. <laughs> um, and not liking it and not wanting that feeling was a good thing because it meant I had to look at what was causing it. So what was the trigger? Apart from obviously the cesspit I talked about earlier. So that made me look at the fact that overwhelm was very, it exists, it exists in my life and I think it exists to some level in pretty much all of our lives. Like 
we accept it, we live in this constant state of stress and to-do lists and pressure. Like in my agency life, we worked from like 7.38 in the morning to at least 8 at night. That was an early night. Often later, I ended up in hospital multiple times from overworking. Would go straight back home to work. Um, and that was expected. That was, we were expected to do that to succeed. And it was almost like a badge of honor. And I, even though life is much less intense than that now, I think that is still almost a badge of honor in working really hard. Yes, working hard is a good thing, but working too hard, not so much. Um, but also in the fact that we're all busy all the time. Busy, busy, busy. Or oh, how are you? Oh, I'm busy, you know? It's like an expected thing and almost weird. Consider weird not to be. But it's not. And so... The whole postnatal anxiety thing made me look at my own version of this. What was causing me to feel so overwhelmed? And what could I do to reduce the overwhelm in my business? Now, obviously, business is only a small area of it, really. But it is an area that we can control because it's our business, so we can make it how we want it to be. So if you have a business, this is your little reminder that you get to choose how you want your business to be. Um, yeah, so to get into th some things that may actually be helpful is how I looked at reducing the overwhelm in my biz to try and help reduce the overwhelm overall in my life. So the first thing was, whilst I was in the biggest, I guess, phase of this postnatal anxiety, I stepped back a little bit from work, socials, and any non essential meetings this included like coffees with clients to keep relationship and things like that I was just open with them that my brain was not going through a very happy place and I needed a little bit of time before I hung out with them next or had that meeting about that future project and you know what they were all sweet with it and so were my friends and so were my family so that again was another pressure I was simply putting on myself because it was expected to be busy because I do love hanging out with people, but you know, you have to recognize these things and give your brain the space. Another way of reducing the overwhelm is by looking at my business setup. So as a service-based business, which a lot of brands I work with are, they have to involve themselves in some way. Even the product-based ones that I work with, a lot of them are very intensive because they're in the earlier years so they have to put a lot of themselves into it so as that sort of business we're using all of our energy all of the time we're exchanging our energy for money pretty much and that is awesome because obviously we all love what we do which is why we happily use our energy for it but our energy is definitely not infinite and that is another cause of overwhelm so for me what I had to do was look at how I could expand my services from one to one to one to many, which is where my course came in. So what can you do in your business to make it less time and energy intensive for you? Maybe it's changing processes. Maybe it is changing your business model up. Maybe it is introducing new products so it's not as much of you in there. It's just looking at different ways that you can take more of you out of the business so there's less energy invested, which can reduce your overall, overall overwhelm. So the next thing I did, which is going to sound a bit wanky or woo-woo, um, 
is I had to look at my actual mindset around doing all the things. Because obviously, as you can tell, I'm someone who thrives off knowing I can do whatever I want to do. I can do it. I am a strong-ass independent woman. Um, But that obviously has been to my detriment at times, including when I am overdoing it and overwhelmed. So I had to remind myself, yes, I can do all the things, but I don't have to. And so by looking at that mental shift, I was able to start delegating things, able to start asking for help with things. But it all came from looking at that mindset that, yes, I can do all the things, but I don't have to. So, I mean, I felt that's probably the biggest shift of all because it can lead to all the other things that you do to reduce your overwhelm and your workload. But you have to decide that yourself. And then my final tip for reducing overwhelm in your business is going to sound very salesy. But I wholeheartedly believe in it, which is why I do what I do. It's why I'm a brand strategist, is to get really clear on your brand so that you don't have to overthink it ever again. So that when you come to write a social media post or do your podcast or brief in a contractor, you can literally just give them a document that summarizes who your brand is and then you don't have to think about it. Or if it's just you doing it in your business, you can refer back to that document and pull something out of it. You don't have to overthink it or try and reinvent the wheel. You already know who your brand is and you can just pull things out as you need it. And the reason, obviously, why that is on my mind is because my brand strategy course does that for you. It helps you create a brand strategy where you can refer back to whenever you need, reducing that business overwhelm. Yeah, so I'm going to leave it at that. And if you want to check out my brand strategy course, head to megan-rainer.com and it's brand strategy 101 and if you just want to talk about your overwhelm i'm all ears and i will see you on the gram all right lovely humans i will talk to you later thanks for listening to this episode of gin and juice boxes from one busy working mama to another you've got this if you found that helpful please 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 Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever the heck you're listening from. Plus, be sure to grab a snap when you're listening and tag us in. It's at ginandjuiceboxes.podcast on the gram. Awesome. I will see you here next week. You've...